Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Are you kidding me? You are looking live. Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. What's up? What's up? I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. This is Winning Cures Everything, and this is the college football and NFL. We'll split them up. Don't worry, YouTube. We got you. Gambling picks segment of the show. I am so uh, uh, psyched about this. I'm pumped about this because last week I was god awful. I went two and six last week, lost $184.09. Chris went three and four, lost $115.91. You can keep up with that, by the way, on the spreadsheet over at winningcureseverything.com in the gambling picks section of the site. <sighs> on today's show, we're going to have a special guest that'll join us weekly from the Three Dog Thursday podcast, Mr. TJ Reeves. He is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers sideline reporter, he is based down in Tampa Bay. He does a fantastic podcast. Make sure you go listen to him. We will have him after we go through some of these here. Uh, we're going to start with our college football gambling picks. We will move into NFL after that. If you're watching on YouTube, that will be a different video, just so everybody knows. Uh, Pick'em contest last week. Matthew C. went 7-3, and three, won the tiebreaker. He got himself a tunica prize pack. You can get yourself one this week. Go over to the Pick'em page, Football Picks Contest, over at winningcureseverything.com. Check it out. It's all brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. They've got six incredible sports books. You can find more information about them at tunicatravel.com or just go down to the description 
click the link, it'll send you right there. You'll figure out all the different prizes you can win, all the different things you can check out while you're down there. It is really, really awesome. So join in the Pick'em Contest. See if you are better at picking games against the spread than everybody else. We're going to have seven college games, three NFL games. They are already up, locked and loaded, ready to go. Get your picks in. Let's fire in. You ready to jump into college football? Yeah. All right. So how many of you got this week? You guys, I've got see. six. Six this week. I've got, man, I think eight or nine. So I'll, I'll start us out. How's that? All right. If you got that many, go ahead. All right. I'll start us out. I will start us out. First game up for me. LSU in Texas. I've got $75 on this one at minus 110. I've got Texas plus six here. Tom Herman, 13-2-1 against the number. All-time as a head coach, 8-2-1 at Texas. Really good at home as well. I like Texas here. I think Sam Ellinger is a significantly better quarterback than what they faced with Shy Works last week in Georgia Southern. I think Texas has got more talent. I understand all the analytics coming into the season talking about how much experience they lost and how much production they lost. and da 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 it's a little bit different when you are replacing experience with talent, right? Same thing happened at Alabama with Nick Saban. Same thing happened with Urban Meyer at Ohio State, at Florida, etc. This happens, right? I am all in on Texas here. I don't know that they win the game. I think they probably don't win the game. Would it shock me if they do? No. But you give me six points, you give me almost a touchdown, Give me that all day long. I'm on the Longhorns plus six for $75 at minus 110. So I'll go ahead and get that one out of the way then. I've got LSU minus six <clears throat> for 50 bucks. And <clears throat> I, I think this is going to be a close game, but I think LSU can win by a touchdown. I, I don't know that anything we saw last week matters, okay? I, I don't care what any analytic numbers say. I agree. About both of these teams. They beat up on inferior opponents. Now they're going to play real boys, big boys, and this is going to be the metric. If LSU wants to hang with Alabama, with AM, with Auburn, in the SEC West, with Georgia, in the SEC overall, if they have a shot to win the SEC, they have to be able to go into Austin and beat Texas. I agree. I think they could do that. I thought they were that team before the season started, and I still think it now. Um, Vegas is also doing some little funny stuff to where the betting numbers are even on both sides, and yet they continue to raise the number and not raise it a little bit, but they've raised it a lot. Okay, it opened yeah, at four and a half, and it's now six. It's only like 57% of the tickets yeah. on LSU right yeah. now. And so yeah. they, they already have even money on both sides, and they're continuing to move the number. Yeah, it's I don't know why that is. Um, but I'm going to tell you this, that that the boys in Vegas think one way I'm going with them. I'm going with my guys, too. I can understand it. All right, let's move on. Next game for me, I am. And that, so we went head-to-head -head the first one. I think we're probably going to go even on this one. We're, we're going to match up here. Okay. Syracuse plus two and a half at minus 110 at Maryland. I... I don't understand this line whatsoever. It opened Syracuse minus two and a half. And what is it, like 80% of the tickets are on Maryland right now? Yep. Uh, Let me public, get back there. public loves Maryland because they hung 79 on a nobody last week. 
That is ridiculous. Yes, Josh Jackson looks great. That's fine. Uh, but I'm telling you, Dino Babers has got a fantastic football team there right now. I am all in on Syracuse plus the two and a half. Uh, I think that this defense is legit. I think that Maryland uh, has not seen anybody like this this year. I, I And I've seen Mike Loxley as a head coach. I, I've seen him in, in adverse situations. We'll just say I'm going to trust Dino more than Loxley, especially right now. Year one, they got their big win out of the way. They, they hung 79 on a team that did not deserve to be beaten that badly. Uh, but, man, give me Syracuse, $75 at minus 110 plus 2.5. Yeah. Congratulations, you beat up on a lesser, weaker kid. Yeah. I, I hope you feel better about yourself. Dino's bringing the crew in. They're not Howard, my friends. I promise you that. They're going to come to play, and, and, and they're going to be aggressive. They're going to hit you in the mouth. They're going to be tough. And, and I, I like Syracuse. I like them a lot. I, I thought this line was minus two and a half still when I looked at it, and you kind of corrected me on that. I just couldn't believe it. And then I went to Vegas Insider. 70% of the bets are coming in on Maryland. Yeah. I just, I just can't see it. I, I've been wrong before. We've both been wrong. I got $100 on Syracuse. Whew. All right. $100 on Syracuse. What uh, what'd you have on LSU? <laughs> 50. 50 on LSU. All right. Now, uh, my next bet, same game. I'm going the over 57 on this. I understand Syracuse only put up 24 points on Liberty. I think that had a lot to do with the situation, right? Hugh Freeze, coaching in the hospital bed, Dino Babers, class guy, uh, understood that Liberty was not going to score on his defense. There was no reason to, to hang a ton of points here. I think that these two teams will have to score with each other. I'm not saying that Syracuse is completely shutting down Maryland to get this win. I just think that they win the game. And could I see this being a 35 to 31 ball game? A hundred percent. A hundred percent I could see that. The metrics have got it at 61.79 for the total. I'm all in on that. I think this game goes well into the 60s. I'm going to go with the over 57 here. I'm putting 50 bucks on that one. So next game. I'm going with one of the biggest games of the weekend. We already played the, the one big game, Texas, LSU. Going the other one. A&M going down to Clemson. Catching a lot of points, 17 and a half. I know Clemson's really good. I know Clemson is a tough, tough football team. This A&M team thinks they can hang with them. A&M, <clears throat> I don't know that they belong in the same conversation yet, but they're not far from it. Okay. I like AM to keep this thing close. I think this is going to be the hardest game Clemson plays all year. I could see that. And, and at some point in time, if somebody's going to challenge them, it's going to be Texas AM. I could I could 100 percent believe that. <clears throat> Give me 50 bucks plus 17 and a half minus 110. I like it. I like it. I'm with Jimbo. Mike, Mike Elko could keep this thing kind of dirty, right? Yeah, like people are loving the under or the uh, the over on sixty four and a half. Yeah, I don't and know. And I, I don't know. Don't you, get me wrong. You got two. You got two defensive coordinators that that are gonna show up. Yeah, I I do agree. They got they got some inexperienced guys. They got young guys on defense on both sides. But man, I'm telling you, these two defensive coordinators, they are as legit as it gets. Uh, next up for me, Friday night game, Marshall 
going to the blue turf, the murder smurfs, as uh, who is it? Solid, solid purple, I think, calls them that. Yeah, the, the murder smurfs. I'm in on Boise State. They showed me everything they needed to show me against Florida State. Minus 10.5 is the line at minus 110. I'm putting $100 on them. I like Boise State in this spot at home. I'm telling you, uh, the metrics like this as well. Metrics have got it Boise minus 13.5. It's 8 p.m. ESPN2. Man, Boise looks legit on both lines. I needed to see Hank Bachmeyer. I needed to see him and what he was going to be able to do. That dude is legit. They got a running game that is legit. They can beat you up. I understand Marshall has got an offense. I get that. But I'm telling you, Kendall Bryles also has an offense. And Boise wore him down. Just destroyed him. Yes, didn't only, score a point in the second half. Yeah, didn't score a point in the second half. They went from 21 points in the first quarter, 10 points in the second. Goose egg, goose egg. I'm all in on the Broncos. Give me Boise State minus 10.5 for $100. Yeah, I like that pick a lot. All right, so I'm coming home to the state of Mississippi. Ooh. All right, we got a little in-state crime. Mississippi on Mississippi hate right here. Southern <laughs> Miss plus 6.5 at Mississippi State. 16.5. 16, I'm sorry, yes, I misspoke. 16.5. Yeah. 6.5 six, six might have changed your uh, bet. Come on, man. <laughs> well, well, listen, come on down to Starville. But Mississippi State's going to be fired up. They get to come home. This is their home opening game because they went to New Orleans to play that last game and against Louisiana. And they were good. They weren't great. This, that, this, that Joe Moore, have some problems. this Joe Moorehead offense didn't, didn't look too, too great. And the defense had a hard time stopping. I think Southern Miss is a good football team. Oh, I agree. Now, I don't know that Southern Miss can win this game. I was joking about that. But but I, I think Southern Miss can hang with this team. I like when the little schools from the same state play the bigger schools from the same state because they're recruited by the same people, and they didn't get in. They kind of feel left out. They got a chip on the shoulder. You kind of foreshadow into another pick, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. But I'm putting $75. $75 on, on, on Southern, Southern Miss. Miss. Ooh, Lord have mercy. Okay, okay, I'm with you. I smell what you're cooking. I'm going with one that a lot of people probably won't agree with. And I understand it because, I, look, as Big Cat and the Pardon My Take guys like to say, life is too short to bet the under, but not when you're winning money. All right? So if you're going to win a bet, might as well, right? Oregon State, Hawaii, under 78 and a half. I got $50 on it at minus 110. This is an 11 p.m. game on Facebook. Now, the over might hit by like the third quarter, maybe. The metrics have this at like 72.54. I think both of these teams like to turn the ball over. I think that both of them understand how the other one works. I like the under 78 and a half here. I think that this is more of a 42 to 35 kind of game, which is 77 points. Uh, but I, I could see this being 38-31, all, all kind of different stuff here. So... I'm going under 78 and a half for 50 bucks at minus 110. All right. I'm going with another big dog. Those same kids from the state of Ohio, Cincinnati, tried to get into Ohio State, wanted to play at Ohio State. Ohio State said, you're not good enough. We take nothing but five-star blue-chip athletes. Gary talks about it all the time. But they got the blue-chip ratio. They got, they got more blue-chip talent than anybody in the country. Cincinnati didn't have that. 
That's okay. They're tough as nails. They aren't afraid of anybody. They're going to go in there, and they're going to give Ohio State all they want. They've been looking forward to this game. Ohio State could care less about this game. This is just another pup on their schedule that they're going to try to swat down. This, this could be Cincinnati Super Bowl. Give me $75 Ooh. minus 110 plus 16. Give me the Bearcats. I like it. I might. I might. I might already have a little money sprinkled on the plus 550. Good gracious. On the money line? You think Cincinnati? Okay. Okay. It's okay. just a, it's just a, it could happen. It's just money. It's just, it's, it could happen. <laughs> it I can could. make, I'll make more tomorrow. No, you're okay. right. You're right. Okay. Okay. Uh, next up for me, and if I'm not mistaken, I think we match on this one. Rutgers at Iowa. Iowa minus 19 and a half. The Hawkeyes, they got senior quarterback Nate Stanley. They got a bruising rushing attack. Yeah, everybody said they're going to miss those tight ends. Well, they just they continue to produce them, right? Yes. They just they make more of them down there. Keep talking so, about something up. Minus 110, 19 and a half. I've got $100 on this one. Uh, I like Iowa a lot this year. I, I understand this could be a look-ahead spot going into the Iowa State game. I get that. But Rutgers put up a bunch of points last week against a team that is straight garbage. They also gave up a lot of points against a team that is straight garbage. UMass is awful. That is a bad football team. And Rutgers, all they had to do was hand the ball off, and they were able to put up points. I'm telling you, I don't trust Rutgers for nothing. I like Iowa and the three touchdowns. I'm getting less than three touchdowns. That's right. Which makes it even better. Three touchdowns mean we're covering. I I love this spot here, minus 19 and a half. I'm all over the Hawkeyes. Give me Iowa. I'm the same way. I think this defense is going to smother. They are going to make life hell for Rutgers. Rutgers might not score. They, and if they do, they're not going to score much. And when it comes to Rutgers stopping them, they give up 21 points in the first quarter to UMass. UMass. All right. Yeah. Now, I know UMass didn't score anymore after that. A, Iowa might not have to score anymore after that. B, they're going to score every quarter. I, I assure you they will put points on the board in all four frames of the football game. I like it. I, I love this bet. I got 100 bucks as well, minus 110. On, uh, on uh, Iowa beating Rutgers minus 19 and a half. All right, and I've got, Lord, I got three more bets. After three this. more bets. I got three Good more bets. God dang. Here's what I got. It's too many. West Virginia and Missouri. I'm going over 62 and a half. I do love this game. Over 62 and a half. The metrics have it 69.77. Look, scoring was not the problem for Missouri. The problem for Missouri was that their defense could not stop Wyoming. I think. That uh, what's the kid's name? Austin Kendall. Yep. For for uh, West, West Virginia. Virginia, the quarterback. I like him a lot. He showed me a bunch in that game against James Madison. Uh, they looked at adversity in the face and found a way to get by to put up a couple of touchdowns to to win that game. I'm telling you, I don't know that Missouri wins this, or I don't know that West Virginia wins this game, but I think that they will put up points. And Missouri. I am very certain we'll put up points in this game because I think they're going to put up points basically every week. I like Missouri's offense. I like West Virginia's offense in this spot, especially against Missouri's defense right now because that that secondary and that line are both kind of eh, putting it lightly. I'm going over 62.5 at minus 110 for 50 bucks on that one. Next after that, I've got Ohio plus 5.5 at Pitt. 
Now, the metrics go against me on this. They've got Pitt minus 7.43. I think Ohio could win the game. I understand they didn't look great in week one. I get that. They were playing Rhode Island. That was a look-ahead spot. Senior quarterback Nathan Rourke is an absolute beast. I think this is Frank Solich's swan song. He has not announced he's retiring. But I think that after his defensive coordinator, Joe Burrow's dad, (laughs) of course, when he resigned last year, I think that we're getting closer to Solich going out. I think he goes out on top. I think they win the MAC this year. I think that this is the first step in that pit on offense. Looked awful. New offensive coordinator, Mark Whipple, the uh, the former head coach at UMass, yep. who was able to put up points at UMass, but Kenny Pickett can't really throw the football. And they lost those 2,000-yard rushers last year. Correct. I understand that they got the rear ends whipped at home by Virginia last week, and Ohio is not Virginia. But I'm telling you, Ohio's offense... I like them a lot here. I think they're going to be able to outscore Pitt. Uh, I'm not going to put the money line. I might sprinkle a little on the money line, but I'm not putting that as an official play. I like that I'm getting five and a half points here. Give me Ohio, 50 bucks, minus 110 here. And then to close it off, before we get to TJ Reeves from the Three Dog Thursday podcast, I'm going with a money line parlay. I had one bite me in the ass last week. I know. You were there. I was there. You watched it when Nevada hit a 56-yard field goal with a true freshman to beat me. But that's okay. Because you don't win. You don't win if you don't play. I've got a money line bet of Boise State, Mississippi State, Kentucky, Washington, and Michigan State. That's minus 400, minus 850, minus 650, minus 550, minus 800. All of that parlayed together equals plus 115. I'm going to put $50 on it. I trust it. I like these teams. I think these teams will win. What does that pay you? That pays, what, 60 bucks? Something like that? 50 to make 60? Okay. Somewhere around there. It'll be up on the spreadsheet. So I'm I'm rolling with that one. Um, I like it a lot. Like If you you were betting 10 bucks on it, it'd pay 11.50. But I'm going to put 50 bucks down on it. So, with that said, let's move into the interview with TJ Reeves. Today on the show, right now, special guest, we're going to have him weekly. We're going to have TJ Reeves from the Three Dog Thursday podcast. He is also the Tampa Bay Bucks sideline reporter. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at Guy. Make sure you go download his podcast, subscribe to it, all the wonderful things. TJ, how you doing, buddy? Uh, great to be with you. And listen, it, playing my song when we start talking about picks and underdogs, I am in an especially good mood because da 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 go Tigers, go, and you're part of the world. <laughs> Anytime the Tigers win and Ole Miss loses on the same Saturday, that's it's usually a, a really good Saturday. But it happened at the same time at the Liberty Bowl again, oh, where oh. the Tigers won and Hold Ole on. Miss lost. Hold on. So Let's I'm, in a, I'm in a good mood. Let's, I'm Let's in a good mood right now. I'm Tennessee I, I'm lost. willing to forgive. I'm willing to forgive the fact that my underdog picks were not as good as what they need to be here in the future last week. And in part, I think I think you're about to talk to me about one of them that crashed and burned horrifically, like the Hindenburg well, let's, uh, with USF. Let's go ahead and jump into it then. Let's let's talk about the South Florida Bulls. You did pick on your show oh. South Florida 
to uh, not necessarily upset, but you said that they would uh, they would at least cover the spread, right? And, and was that game close? In. I don't remember. Was that game was that I, game close? Have they have they played that game yet? Can we let <laughs> USF know if that game has kicked off as of yet? I, I get the feeling that if USF had had eight quarters, they weren't going to score the other night against Wisconsin. No. I don't, guys. I don't know what that was. Uh, just from the standpoint that I, I mean, I know a little bit, and it's easy in hindsight of what it was. You've got a new offensive coordinator, Kerwin Bell, the former Gator, legendary quarterback. Yep. Who, who has had success as a head coach at Division Two? He won a national championship at Division Two, Valdosta State and Valdosta, Georgia last year, national title. So he comes as the offensive coordinator. So that was part of the problem and part of the frustration. But to not be able to score at all against Wisconsin, who's good but not great, I mean, this is this is not playing Alabama where you fail to score against Alabama like pretty much what Duke was Saturday night, and you say, okay, we're playing Alabama. Uh, it was just hard to fathom. It, Guys, was, I, don't, I don't get yeah, it. This was a Wisconsin team that gave up 37 points to Minnesota last year. Like, it's, yeah. it's a little different. Um, but I do think, like, to be fair, Wisconsin is set up to be able to beat smaller teams. And South Florida fans do not like to think of themselves as a smaller team, but that is still a group of five team, and Wisconsin is is built. They were not going to let that kind of crap happen again after BYU came in and embarrassed them last year. So Well, and, you know, and bigger on the offensive line yes. and defensive line figuratively than most, including USF, and it, and it showed uh, the other night. And the real question here, and I know, you know this is – this is a little round table uh, back and forth that we're about to do, is what's going on with Charlie Strong? Because this thing went off the cliff last year after a 7-0 and start, lost six straight games, including the bowl game to end the season, and now you show up and that's the first thing you put on tape in 2019. There are a lot of calls down here in this part of the world in West Central Florida for what is up with Charlie Strong and does he, does he have the chops to get this back in order right now, guys? Wait, you you tell me that because I, again, Chris is a. I, I am the Charlie Strong apologist. Yes, he is I, the apologist. I followed him as a defensive coordinator at Florida. He was outstanding. Yep. He got the Louisville yep. job, and he yep. he took Louisville to places they hadn't been yep. to in a long. He was the first great coach at Louisville in a long, long, long time. Parlay that into the Texas job. Never got the support from Texas. Never got the support from Boosters. That was my excuse for why he was bad there. And I thought, he's going to go back to the state of Florida. He knows how to recruit here. He can get athletes because there's just so many kids in the state of Florida that are great at playing college football. And I thought he would be better than he has been. Um, And the first year you were right, Chris. The first year they won 10 games and they won a bowl game, but that was primarily Willie Taggart's players and an outstanding quarterback named Quentin Flowers, who's the best quarterback in USF's 25 years of football that they've ever had. The problem now is your year three with your own recruits, with your own coaching staff. And again, even if Wisconsin beats you like 41 to 17 or or 49 to 22 or something, that's a little better, a little more palatable than 49 to nothing. So that's what's got a lot of people up in arms here. And I know to turn it towards the pick segment here, a lot of people are wondering, okay, they go to Georgia Tech, which again, first-year coach, got beat badly uh, last Thursday night by Clemson. Do you dare on, on like a three-dog Thursday look at the Bulls again here? 
I'm staying away like they're radioactive. I don't know what to thank guys for Saturday. I, I thought the same thing, and, and I had to pull back. I had to stay yeah. away as well. I, I, I wasn't getting tempted into, all right, they're going to go in. They're going to have the best week of practice they've ever had after a shellacking like that, and, and you know, Georgia Tech might not be up to snuff. They can keep it close, whatever. No, I can't, I can't sell that anymore. Well, yeah, look, the- USF, USF's got explosive offensive players. So there yes. is a possibility here that they snap out of it. But there's also a very real possibility that Georgia Tech may whip them. And if they do, and Charlie Strong is 0-2, and Charlie Strong is eight straight losses since the middle of last year, I don't know. I don't know for the green and gold. Well, And, and the losses coming at an average of like 24 points per game. Like that's the mm. other side of this. So it, with, mm. Central, or with South Florida, uh, I, I got to say, I'm a little worried about them this weekend, if only because – Wisconsin showed that you can whip them up front on both the offensive and the defensive line. Well, that's the only thing Georgia Tech has going for it. Is they've got big boys in the trenches. Yes. I mean, they they were built to run the football and stop the run. (laughs) And while Jeff Collins is trying to work on on changing that mentality, if you need to get a win at home, like this is the perfect spot where you need a win and you think you can just line up and whip somebody, this is the spot to do it. I yeah, don't get I'm, fancy. Yeah. You know how to beat them. The game plan is there. Just go do that and figure your offensive scheme out later. Yes. 100%. I'm, I'm with you. All right, now. So for Three Dog Thursday purposes, I'm staying away from that game. I think you get the feeling <laughs> from all three of us. If you're going if you're going anyway, you're going Georgia Tech's way, especially at home. Yes. Uh, they're in that one, guys. Yes, agreed. All right, so so talk to me. Give me uh, give me some picks. Give me some ideas. Which got, way hey, you're leading. I, I got some very interesting. Look, stay in the state of Florida. Stay to the south of where I am, southeast of where I am in Boca Raton. The fighting Lane Kiffins were not very good at Ohio State last week. Don't let that final score fool you because they dressed it up with 15 points in the fourth quarter of, of essentially what was about a 41-3 to game or 42-3 to or whatever it was. But they're, they're home. They've got UCF coming to them. Central Florida has the the longest regular season win streak right now in the country, 25 regular season wins in a row. This is a dangerous game for the Knights. They have Stanford next week, Pitt after that. This is a maybe a look ahead here, and I, I like Florida Atlantic at home anyway, and I'm getting points here, so I'm leaning towards that one on the Three Dog Thursday podcast. I don't know for sure that I'm going to pull the trigger but I'm just putting that that one out there as as one to keep an eye on, guys. What number are you looking at, TJ? I think I saw six or seven. I don't care. So if I was getting so three. It, it moved in your getting... direction. All right. So uh, the Vegas Insiders just kind of gives a, an, a, a like a compilation, and they got it seven and a half. I'm looking at betnow.eu, and you can get it at plus ten. Yeah, well, I don't care if I was getting three. They may win the game outright. Florida Atlantic may win this game outright. Just be careful. I've done a couple of games on radio out of that place uh, at FAU Stadium that they've remodeled. It's going to be jacked Saturday night because this is a chance to upset a state rival. Just be leery of that game for UCF. The money line, if you wanted to play a little little wager on that, would be plus 310, and I love Superdogs. I love, love, love Superdogs. We can get down with that. We can get down with that. All right, you got anything else for us before we uh, before Give we hop me, over? Give me. I know you got to go. I know you got to go. <laughs> Give me another look at the Black Knights of the Hudson Army playing a noon Eastern time game at Michigan. Here we go again with a look ahead for Michigan, who's playing next week. Da 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 da. The Wisconsin Badgers on the road. That triple option gives everybody fits. 
I know they barely beat Army. They barely beat Rice last week, but that is a ton of points. They almost upset. I know it's a different year, different players. They almost upset Oklahoma a year ago in Norman. That What is it, 23, 24 points they're getting? I think they can keep it close at the big house, so I'm leaning heavily on Army, and you'll have to find out on the podcast if I officially take that one, but we'll obviously be talking about this game as well. I like that one a lot. I, I do like that one. I do like that one. All right, we're going to hop off here. We're going to have you on the NFL show as well, so everybody that's on YouTube, go check that out. Uh, go check out TJ's podcast, Three Dog Thursday. You can follow him on Twitter, at Guy. TJ, we appreciate you, buddy. Thank you, boys. NFL gambling. You ready? Come on. Let's talk NFL gambling. I am pumped about this. Probably because we're doing less picks. It's not as easy to lose money this way. I kind of trust. We're doing less picks. Well, I just did like nine picks. I've only got five on this one. There's less games. It's 16 games in the in college football. There's 46 games this week. I know. That's a lot of games. That doesn't even include the FCS stuff. Okay. Okay. So it's it's. It is a little easier to go through these numbers than it is to go through 46 games. I completely right? agree with that. That's there why I like this game. So let's go ahead. That's why I like the NFL. I'm going to let you start us off. Uh, later <laughs> on in this video or podcast or whatever, TJ is going to come back on with us. Yep. So we'll have TJ Reeves from the Three Dog Thursday podcast. Make sure you go download, subscribe to their podcast. Uh, he does a fantastic job. He's based down in Tampa. He is the Tampa Bay sideline reporter for the Buccaneers. You want to start us off? You start yeah. off this go-round. Yep. We're going to go all the way to the last game of the weekend. I'm going okay. late night, Monday night football. Going my guy, Vic Fangio, against John Gruden. I'm going Joey Flacco <laughs> against Joey Derek Flacco. Carr. I I think the Broncos are going to be so much better than anybody out there has given them credit for. I like this team to get close to 10 wins. I like this team to compete for a playoff spot. I think they're going to be really good. Now, now I kind of joke about the 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 Joey Flacco part because I don't I don't know how much I like that. I've seen this team, the Broncos, with an ungodly defense carry the corpse of Peyton Manning to a Super Bowl. Yeah. Joe Flacco today is better than the corpse of Peyton Manning his last season. Okay. Because he can stand upright. He can still throw the ball 30, 40 yards down the field. Tight spirals. Peyton couldn't throw a spiral to save his life the last season. He had the brains. He just didn't have the abilities. Flacco don't have the brains. But he's still got some abilities. He's still got some life in that arm. I think this defense is going to carry them. I think Von Miller, I think Bradley Chubb, I think this is one of the best secondaries in all of football. And I think this Raiders team that we all saw on Hard Knocks, they they don't look like they got their shit together. They're going to feel it. Okay. It's a pick em. It's a pick em. I thought I got to be careful because I don't like betting a lot of dog uh, uh, fa- road favorites. Yeah. And when I saw this wasn't even a road favorite, I thought, are you are you kidding me? Are there people in their right minds? Better than the Raiders? Raiders? Uh, you are be. we really doing this? 
Look, I might be wrong. It might bite me in the ass. I'm putting 100 bucks, minus 110. Give me the Broncos. I think they're going to kill them. I'm going to start out with Thursday night. Bears minus three against the Packers in Soldier Field. Look, it's minus 110. I got $75 on it. I love the Bears here. I understand Vic Fangio is is in Denver now, but they still got dudes on that defense. They still got a good running game. They still got playmakers at wide receiver. I think Mitch Trubisky takes a little bit of a step forward. Matt Nagy, Nagy, excuse me, good gracious, uh, showed me something last year as a head coach. I think he's a good head coach. I think he's a really good head coach. And on the other side, I don't know anything about Matt LaFleur. I do. I do. We've got a we've got a year's experience with him, and he made a, an offense that wasn't good regress. It went yeah. backwards. Yeah. Um, and his previous experience was standing next to a really handsome man. A, a really smart man. And who's, who's good at football. Yeah. He's really, really who, good who, at coaching football. Who, in his first year without Matt LaFleur, I bet actually he knows made a Super Bowl. Sean McVay's, like, exactly how he likes his coffee. <laughs> I'm taking the Chicago Bears minus three at minus 110. I'm putting $75 on it. Doing the same thing, making that exact same bet. I got a little bit of information you're going to like. Right now, we're doing this Wednesday night in the almost. Well, t- Tuesday night. It's almost Wednesday morning. Well, yeah. It's getting close. 78% of the bets are coming in on Green Bay Packers. Of course they oh, are. Oh, you Packer fans. Of course Just they are. Just set money on fire. Everybody loves Aaron Rodgers. I understand it. I, I'm telling you. A.A. Ron. Y'all, y'all need to start enjoying your money more. Good gracious. What's wrong with y'all? All right, so you're, you're rolling Bears minus That's three. I'm going to give it two. Same, 75 bucks, too. Same thing. Exact okay. same pick. All right. I am going next up. Titans at the, Bron- uh, at the Browns. Almost said Broncos there. I'm going Titans plus five and a half at minus 110. Now, I'm only doing 50 bucks on it. But this is a good Titans team. They've got more talent on offense than they have ever had. They have got, and I understand the offensive coordinator situation might be a little bit different, but I don't see how much different Arthur Smith is as opposed to Matt LaFleur. I think you've got a healthy Marcus Mariota. You've got A.J. Brown. You've got Corey Davis. You've got Derrick Henry and that bunch. you got Delaney Walker back, which is Marcus Mariota's uh, – Safety blanket, basically. You got a good Titans defense with Rashawn Evans and that whole bunch. I mean, they they got some dudes on defense. I like this team. I, look, Vrabel, Vrabel is a dude, man. And they take the personality of their coach. They fight and claw, and there is so much hype on these Browns. Now, I don't know that the Titans win the game, but you give me five and a half points to play with, uh, give me that all day long. I will take the Titans to cover the five and a half. I'm putting fifty dollars on it. Okay. I disagree with you on that one, by the way. That's are not you one of my gambling bits. But <laughs> I'll have money the other way. Okay. I assure you. Okay. I'm gonna take a little home dog action here. All right. Okay. I've got the Carolina Panthers plus three. I've got the Super Bowl losing. L.A. Rams coming all the way across the world to the other side. I got a healthy Cam Newton. I think he's going to be fine. I think he's going to play. I think this Panthers team is really good. 
I, yeah, you I, like this I, defense, don't you? I like. I don't know that. Uh, I like the offense. I like the team. I like the Panthers a lot. I mean, I I picked them to win ten games this year. I think they're gonna be good. I think they're gonna make a wild card spot, and and probably compete for the division. I'm getting the home dog now. You got to lay a little bit of juice. It's a minus one twenty five, I believe. If yep. if I'm right, yeah, I think it's still the same, and. And yeah, I, I think as long as Cam plays, I'm in. I'm absolutely in. Now, if we get to game time, guys, putting this out there, we get to game time. Cam's not playing, A, the number's going to change drastically, and, yep. and I have no way to predict what that number's going to be or what I would do at that point in time. But I think this talent, this this roster is loaded. Yep. I think they're, they're super talented. If you look at how they finished the season when Cam was healthy, the offense was just rolling. Um, I think they got some pieces, and 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 I really like them. And also, I, I just think the Rams. I don't know that they're going to do what they did last year. But it, it, they're bound to take a step back. Right? I, yeah, and that doesn't mean they're going to be garbage. I mean, I'm not saying they're going to go to an eight and eight team and no, be mediocre. But it's it's like the Eagles going from you know thirteen and three or whatever yeah. it was when they won the Super Bowl. That's right. Back to nine and seven. Yeah. Like still a good team, just not as good as. You know, those Super Bowl kind of years. Correct. So, 50 bucks minus 125. You got to lay a little bit of juice there. Well, not to mention the fact that it's a West Coast team going East Coast for a noon kicker. Oh, ho, ho. Can I get an updated line? Since we're in the middle of the night, and this is going to be the line people are probably going to have a better chance of getting. Now, I lose a point. I lose a half a point. Instead of plus three, it's now plus two and a half, which I'll take. But I lay 105. Really? So, a Rams... Field goal causes me to lose it, but I think the Panthers are going to win the game outright. So I'd rather have the better yeah. juice. Minus one hundred five. Minus one hundred five. Okay. And the shorter line. That might be foolish, but I mean, at that point, it's almost. That's why I gamble. Know, it's almost like, why would you not just take the money line? What's the money line? Plus one thirty. Yeah, plus one thirty. I'm fine. I'm okay. good. Right, I'm going to sit take tight. Take the two and a half. I'm sit tight. All right. It, Wait, do we the three or the two and a half? Two and a half. Okay. Two and a right, half. We, we, got, we got you updated here. All right. All right. Next up for me, I'm going to the new guy. The Detroit Lions and the Arizona Cardinals. Okay. Cliff Kingsbury, Kyler Murray, this high octane, whatever offense. And then on the other side, you got Matt Stafford and you got. Whatever Matt Patricia's doing, I'm going under the 47 here. I, this makes all the sense in the world to me. The metrics actually have this measuring at like 38 points scored, right? I think Patricia has got some dudes on the defensive line. Whenever Kyler Murray gets rushed, whenever he feels pressure, he has not performed well in the preseason. I think this carries over. I don't think that this offense is as complete yet as it will be towards the end of the season. And the Lions, yes, we all talk about the how much Matt Stafford throws the football and, and they got on Johnson and all this kind of stuff. There's still dudes on defense for the Cardinals, too. I like the under 47 here because I think that it is being overvalued because people think that Kingsbury is going to put up points. Yep. And correct. I don't think he will in week one. I'm going under 47. I'm putting 50 bucks on it at minus 110. All right. 
One of my favorite bets of the week, $100 on my Buffalo Bills. I, I love this Bills team. Plus three, laying 115, I think the Bills are going to win outright. I think they're a better football team than the Jets. I, I've, I've listened to so many people, and they keep trying to talk about how this Jets team is going to be the most improved team in all of football. And they're going to win nine games, and they're going to compete for a wild card. I just don't see it. I don't see it. God, I, I might be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I love, I love Adams over there. That's, that's my guy. He's, he's one of the best defensive safeties in the league. And he's a lot of fun to watch. And they got some, they got some talent on defense. But they got like a few pieces of talent on defense. And then the talent drops off everywhere else. You just can't run a defense like that. This is not how it works. Offensively, I'm not sold. I'm just not sold. Been wrong before, but until I see it, I'm going to continue to go against it. I don't believe in this Jets team. And I really like the Bills. I really like Sean McDermott a lot. I'm going to move up north. Okay. I'm going to Minnesota. And I am a big fan of this pick. Now, it might bite me. You should be. Um, You're making it. But I'm putting $75 on this one. All right. I've only got two $75 picks. The rest are $50. This is my other $75 one. I've got the Vikings minus four at home against the Falcons. It's minus 105, so I like the juice there. On top of that, Gary Kubiak, Stefanski, that whole bunch. Yep. I am a fan of what they did on offense. I think they get this thing right. You got a healthy Dalvin Cook. You got Kirk Cousins. Uh you got all sorts of different stuff going on here. They, didn't they just sign uh, Josh Dotson? Yep. Yeah. So you got a little more, like a few more weapons here for Kirk Cousins to work with. And on top of that, like, don't get me wrong. I get it. The Falcons offense, fantastic, right? Great pieces everywhere. They got uh, they got Freeman back. They got all sorts of stuff going on. Calvin Ridley, Mohamed Sanu, uh, Julio Jones, Matt Ryan, of course, put up basically MVP numbers last year even though they didn't score much. Uh, a lot he, of yards. A lot of yards. But I'm telling you, that Vikings defense, Zimmer knows what he's doing. Whenever they have an offense that can keep the ball for a little bit, and I think they'll do that with Dalvin Cook and that bunch. I like them here. I think they win this game by at least a touchdown. I got the Vikings minus four. They, they erase the bad memories of last season and get this win at home against the Falcons. Uh, and I, I like them. I like them by a touchdown or more. So four points ain't nothing here. No. All right. Our, our guy JT and us are going to talk about this TJ. game. TJ, God, I'm going to do that all day long. <laughs> I'm going to do it all. TJ long. Reeves, Three Dog Thursday podcast. He'll be coming that's, up so, right after that's, this. That's so insulting to get his name wrong. That's all it, good. It's initials, and I have dyslexia, and I'm gonna. I'm just going to say it backwards. That's all good. I have it written down right. Anyway, he's a Tampa guy. Yes, he is. I like the Bucks this year. I, I now you know how you, much a fan do you like I am the of the Bucks, or do you like Bruce Arians? I, okay, so I like Bruce Arians. There you go. I'm a, I'm a massive fan of Bruce Arians, and I'm a big fan of Todd Bowles. I think he's a really good defensive mind, and I think, I think they're going to be much improved, much improved on the defense side of the ball. I think offensively they're going to get to score if Jameis can ever stop throwing the ball to the other team. I don't know that he'll ever stop doing that. I doubt it. But I think we're okay. I don't know that I'm sold on this 49ers team. Now, I, I like the 49ers, and I like what they're doing. You got a, a West Coast team 
coming east, don't care that it's the afternoon game. That's irrelevant to me. It's the travel. It's the out of your, your sorts and you're not ready to play. Um, now, we do like I Kyle think, Shanahan. We do yes, like he's, but, he's but Bruce coach, knows but, the 49ers. Yeah. He, he's competing against them for a while. He knows exactly who this team is and what they're capable of doing. Jimmy G coming off the ACL, I think that is a two-year injury. Um, most quarterbacks, running backs, receivers, somehow, for some reason, I think they play these positions and they're fearless. Quarterbacks seem to not be fearless. And so it takes them an, a little bit of adjustment to get back to taking hits after that ACL surgery. Um, I know it did for Tom. Jimmy's not a runner. He's more of a pocket-passing guy. Don't like guys at his feet. I think it's going to cause him problems. I'm, it's a it's a straight up pick him. Yeah, I like it. Give me seventy five bucks on the on the bucks, and uh, at minus one ten and a pick him. Um, I like this Tampa team to be to be much improved from last year. So seventy five bucks on the Buccaneers. Yes, sir. Last game for me. You still got another one. I got one more. You got one more. Last game for me. I'm only doing five. Chargers minus six and a half at home against the Indianapolis Colts. It is minus 105. I'm only putting 50 bucks on it. I like Phillip Rivers. I don't think that he liked the way that things ended last year where they were utterly humiliated by the New England Patriots. I think they get to open this one at home. Uh, While everybody is, like the hot thing right now is that, well, uh, hold on, just because Andrew Luck got hurt doesn't mean that the Colts are trash. While I do agree with that, I am also of the opinion that Andrew Luck meant a lot to this team. I think that Jacoby Brissett will be pretty good this year. I don't think against this defense that that will be one of those times. The reason I say that, Melvin Gordon, or Melvin Ingram, Joey Bosa, that whole bunch, that that Chargers defense is as legit as it gets in the National Football League. I think they show out. I think Phillip Rivers puts up points. I think they come out and they are firing to show Melvin Gordon that we can do this just fine, whether you're here or not. So you're going to see Justin Jackson. You're going to see whoever else. Austin Uh, Eckler. Eckler, yes, thank you. You're going to see people running the football, making plays, and... I like the Chargers pretty big here. So the fact that I'm getting juice at minus 105, I'm a fan of this pick. I'm a roll with this one. Uh, got 50 bucks on it. Give me the Chargers minus six and a half, less than a touchdown. So I'm going to go the opposite way with my last pick. <laughs> I like the Colts. I, I do think that the line moved way too much when we found out Andrew Luck is not going to play. I think Jacoby Percet is a professional quarterback. He belongs in this league, and he's really good. I, I absolutely think that. I think Derwin James being out for the Chargers, I think they already are feeling the injury bug over there, which is just something that happens to the Chargers all the time. They can't yep. ever stay healthy. And the other thing is the Chargers don't blow anybody out, ever, ever. All, all you see in these late afternoon games is a three-point game where they're either kicking a field goal to win it or missing a field goal to lose it. So I get six and a half points. I get... They can, they can kick two field goals, and I still win. I'm good. I'm good. I just think the over, and it's strictly, I think I'm going the opposite way of where everybody else is going. The, the overreaction on what happened with the Colts, 
at one point in time, it was Andrew Luck or nothing. Because yeah. the way this roster was built for a long time, it's not the way it's roster built anymore. They're yeah. they're way better coach football team, and they're a way better built football team. And and I just think they're going to show up. They're going to fight really hard this week, and they're going to compete. I think the Chargers win the game. I like the Chargers a lot this year. You know that. And 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 I don't I don't think that they lose this game, but I don't think that they blow them out. I don't even know that they win by a touchdown, which is why I take this line. I can get down with it. All right, that's going to wrap up the picks. Let's jump into the interview with our good friend, Mr. TJ Reeves from the Three Dog Thursday podcast. On the show, every week we're going to have our special guest, TJ Reeves from the Three Dog Thursday podcast. You can follow him on Twitter at Buck Sideline Guy. He is the sideline guy for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, TJ, thank you for coming in, of course. It's here. It's here. The start of the NFL season, the 100th season is here. This is such a big deal in the Tampa Bay area, and every team is doing something like this, either with the opening week or their first couple of games of the season. The Bucks have Tim McGraw coming in to play a concert pregame. Tim McGraw will be rocking inside the stadium on the plaza, inside the stadium for the fans that are coming in getting ready for the opening game with the 49ers, and then he'll even play a set at halftime, Gary and Chris, <laughs> of the game. He'll play another two or three songs at halftime of the game. So let's hope that Tim McGraw is not the high point of Sunday's opener Buccaneers against the 49ers for the home team. Well, let's let's go ahead and talk about the home team. You yep. got inside yep. information. Give me yep. that inside. We're trying to make picks here. It's a pick 'em, and I like the the East Coast team against the West Coast team that has to come. Now, obviously, this isn't a noon game, but you know, it's a little bit of a change of pace for somebody coming from yep. the complete opposite. Well, side. and the biggest and the and the biggest thing is, what are we getting with Jimmy Garoppolo here? That's the big question for San Francisco. They they played him some in the preseason, but he's coming off the ACL injury and he had where he missed good. basically all of last year. That's right, and looked very good. Bucks new coaching staff with Bruce Arians going to try to get Jameis Winston to cut down on the interception. Look, interceptions. The Bucks don't have any problem scoring points. They got weapons galore at receiver. May have the deepest receiving core in the NFL. I'm talking about like one through eight active roster receivers and tight ends. They're studs. Uh, guys like Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, who everybody's loving for fantasy purposes. Two great pass-catching tight ends, O.J. Howard, Cameron Bray. Bucks are not going to have trouble scoring, guys. So the question becomes, defensively, uh, are they going to be better than than what was awful for a lot of last year and 2017? Awful defense. Uh, so uh, it's a new coaching staff. Todd Bowles, the former Jets coach, is the defensive coordinator. Um, again, the, the Bucks are good at home in the heat. I, I think you got to take a strong look at the Buccaneers. I mean, I, what am I going to say on your show that I'm not picking the Bucks <laughs> on the opening appearance on the show in the NFL? But I think you got to take a look at the Bucks here strongly, just because Garoppolo's an unknown, and San Francisco's still trying to figure it out. And I think no, I, agree. I, I totally agree. I think defensively, you brought up Todd Bowles. He is a professional football coach. He's going. He's going to be the best defensive coach that team has had since the Tony Dungy years. Um, he, he will get them to be more improved every week. And then I think they got the best athlete in the entire draft in Devin White. I'm super biased. Mm. I love that kid, mm. though. I, I think he's got so, just nothing but class, and, and he works hard, and he is a freak. Um, he'll learn the defense quickly. He'll be the quarterback on the field for that side of the ball. 
I, I think the defense is going to be much, much improved. They will not be the doorstep right. that they, they were last they year. Plan, to your point, they plan to blitz more. They plan to play press man coverage more than what we've seen in years. Yeah, Todd's uh, aggressive. Your defensive backs. So yeah, let's, no, he, let's see if that aggressiveness will pay off. Uh, and again, you, you know, you're riding high with optimism with a new coach. You want nothing better than to get that home win. But San Francisco is not going to come in and lay down. They got big expectations too here. Uh, because they want to be better. They, they have they have really not been very good over the first two years of Kyle Shanahan. So let's see what happens week one, guys. Uh, agreed, agreed. Let's uh, let's go ahead because we got to get out of here. We got to make some more picks. We got to do all that. Uh, t- give me some leans. Give me some picks. What might pop up on Three Dog Thursday? On Thursday, I on your podcast. love how you put it that way. I'm. Can I stay in the state of Florida? Are you? Uh, yes. A lot of people think I live. I say this all the time. A lot of people think I live in the state of confusion. I live in the state of Florida. <laughs> uh, can I stay in the state of Florida with the Jacksonville Jaguars getting points? What are they getting right now? Like four, four, four. five, four with the Kansas City Chiefs. And I know everybody looks at that game and says Kansas City, Kansas City, Kansas City. Here's the thing. Nick Foles barely played in the preseason. It's a new offense. Leonard Fournette is healthy. They're at home. Jacksonville may be uh, able to pull a surprise here with Kansas City. No, they're not going to shut them out, but Jacksonville's defense is good. And I think Foles, in a a small dose here, can put some things together. And I would say, watch out Jacksonville Jaguars against the Kansas City Chiefs, boys. I I think I agree with you. Historically, the, the opening of the season, especially home dogs cover at an alarming rate, and it's always teams that we don't think have any chance to win. Last year, we thought the Minnesota Vikings were going to compete for the Super Bowl. Everybody across the country thought they were going to be that. They were laying like 13 points to the – or they were giving 13 points to the Bills. The Bills went into Minnesota (laughs) – Laying that many, catching that many points and beat them outright and beat them up physically. It happens all the time. We just, there's nobody that could predict it. And it's the reason why you just close your eyes, you hold your nose and you bet the home dog and you say, I'm just going to go with it because the numbers say it, you're going to work out better than it's not. No doubt. And you mentioned that Bill's upset. That blew up about 85% of the suicide pools across America, if not the world, on that upset. I don't know that this Jaguar upset will be the same magnitude for the suicide pools and otherwise, but I mean, it's true that they're a home underdog and look, they came out of nowhere two years ago to make the playoffs. If you watched that Jacksonville team in the preseason with Blake Bortles two years ago, I love the Southern phrase. You boys are are in the mid South. I wouldn't have given you a plug nickel for the, (laughs) for the Jaguars coming off that preseason and they destroyed the Houston Texans in the opening game and rattled off like three or four wins and won 10 games and won the division. I'm not going to go that far. I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid. They're going to win 10 games and win the AFC South. But I think in this spot with Foles and his debut, they could win that game. I will. I think I'm taking those points for the Jaguars. Now, before I let you go, since you are in the state of Florida, I am curious about this. We we talked about home dogs. Do Miami Dolphins fans have any prayer for this season? It's, it, they, Do they they're... have any prayer of being favored in any game for 16 games? I, I'm not I sure. So. I I don't think they're going to be favored in any of them. Look. I mean, they, they, have, they are doing what John Gruden did a year ago with the Raiders. They are going to strip this all the way down to the framework and the studs on the floor, if you're talking about like a house. 
Yes. There's nothing going to be left. They're essentially uh, right now building around a couple of young draft picks, some young players, and what can we get next year in free agency in the draft. And it, it may be a 2-14, and 1-15 type year. Uh, Josh, you know, Josh Rosen's got to be thinking, what the heck here about this <laughs> NFL stuff? I was in Arizona last year, and it's a disaster. Now I come here, and they get rid of all of the high-priced veteran players that could help you win a few games. Uh, nobody ever thought that Miami was going to be a seven, eight, nine win team, but but seriously, guys, I mean, you're you're looking at a roster where this could go very bad with a first year coach and could be like one in fifteen. It it could be that kind of year in South Florida. Would would they build around Brian Flores? Like that's go ahead, Chris. You, no, you so, so I'm so I'm listen. I, I'm partial to Brian Flores. I think he's going to be a really good coach. I, I almost wondered, did he get a job too early, and then. Will a year like this tarnish his resume if the front office is intentionally tanking? Is there any way that a guy like him can put that asterisk on the resume and say, look, guys, th- this was a rebuilding year. I, I can't wear this, but I don't, look, yeah, look at what we I, do it's afterwards. Good point you make. I, I don't think this is like Steve Wilkes in, in Arizona where they were just a disaster and there was not a plan and he's fired in one year after being a longtime defensive coordinator. I think they're they're doing this because Brian, Brian Flores comes out of New England and he's saying, look, uh, we don't need high-priced guys to win, and we need to strip this down and have some salary cap room and get some better, younger players. And I, I think he's in on the input of doing this. Good. So my, Miami fan does not want to hear that right now, but they're going to they're gonna take their lumps, and, and it wouldn't surprise me if Baltimore beats them like a drum. They're one of the most well-coached teams that there is. They they uh, they rarely make mistakes to beat themselves. Miami will make enough mistakes for both teams on Sunday in that matchup. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, we're going to let you get out of here. Uh, everybody go check out Three Dog Thursday podcast. You can get it anywhere you get your podcasts. You can get him on Twitter, at Buck Sideline Guy. He is TJ Reeves. TJ, we appreciate you jumping in, buddy. Long live the underdogs. Long live the NFL starting. Thank you, boys. Good to be with you. Absolutely. Have a good one, man. We appreciate TJ for being here. That is going to wrap it up. That is the NFL Gambling Picks Show. That is the College Football Gambling Picks Show, if you're listening on the podcast as well. Uh, If you are listening on the podcast, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Share the show out with your friends. Leave a nice five-star review on Apple Podcasts, if you could, please. We would appreciate that. It helps us out more than you understand, I think. Maybe you do understand. Either way, please help us out. Do that. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Leave us some comments. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. Tell us what your picks are. Make sure you go over and enter in the football picks contest and get your shot at a Tunica prize pack this week. Last week was Matthew C., and he won with a 7-3 record. He hit the tiebreaker. We had like seven guys that had 7-3 records, but he got the closest to the total. I'm about to sneeze all over the place. Good Lord. What a way to end the show. All right, that's going to wrap it up. Go over to winningcureseverything.com. Go to tunicatravel.com. We will see you guys again the next go-round. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com, or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at winningcures, at GaryWCE, or at Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.